millions of Christians face intense persecution and risk their lives for the sake of the gospel. Vom Oz Radio supports persecuted Christians, giving a voice to the testimony of those who have been denied a voice. Our programs inform and encourage Christians in Australia and around the world to mobilize and to stand with our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to Vom Oz Radio, voice for the persecutor. Welcome again. My name is Todd Nettleton with not one guest, but two very special guests. Both of them have individually been on Voice of the Martyrs Radio before. They are now on together, and I think this is going to be a great conversation. I have been looking forward to it. Our first guest is Gracia Burnham. Gracia is is well-known to VOM Radio listeners. She and her husband, Martin, were kidnapped by a radical Muslim group in the Philippines in May of 2001. Uh, They were rescued in June of 2002, but in the rescue attempt, Martin was shot and killed. Gracia is the author of a book called In the Presence of My Enemies. She is also a popular speaker, including at Voice of the Martyrs conferences. Gracia, welcome back to Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Thank you for having me. We are excited you're here. Our second guest uh, is Shimsa Aiden. Shimsa also has been on VOM Radio before. April 18th, 2007, her husband Najati, uh, as well as two other men, one a, another Turkish brother in Christ, the other a German brother in Christ, were killed in the city of Malatya, Turkey. Uh, Shemsa and Najati had gone to Malatya to help lead a church there. Uh, the five young men who would become Najati's murderers had come to the church. They had posed as seekers uh, to, to kind of build relationships and get in the door. Uh, so that is part of Shemsa's story. Shemsa also has been our guest before. Shemsa, welcome back. Thank you so much. I want to read you, ladies, a verse, and then I want you to tell me what it means to you. And the verse is probably one you both know very, very well. Psalm 68, verse 5. Father of the fatherless and protector of widows is God in his holy habitation. Gracia, you've been living that verse almost 20 years. Shemsa, almost 15 years. Talk to me about what goes on in your heart when you hear those words. That's a wonderful verse. Um, But I remember people uh, quoting that verse when Martin first died, and I didn't even really want to hear it. (laughs) Um, You know, they'd say, oh, you're special. God's, God's put you in a special place. Now he's your husband. Or, and, you know, I just didn't even want to hear it. But, oh, boy, I've seen God be faithful, and uh, never have I needed anything. It's true. He's, he takes special care of the widows, and uh, it's, it's a club that none of us want to be in. But here we are, right? Yeah. yeah. I read uh, from the Bible, like, Isaiah 54, I think, it said, your husband, uh, your creator. It was not meaning anything to me until I lost my husband. But I love that, really, uh, because God, I experienced God. He, he is my husband. And I didn't need anything, like spiritually or even physically and emotionally. That's why it was no grief in my heart 
no need also. Like when I raised up my children alone, I felt like my husband with me and more than that even because God's presence and providing and his um, satisfying my heart and my sharing my loneliness, it's make me not need my husband here even. Mm. Not because I don't uh, miss him, not because I don't love him. Still, I love him. Still, I, I miss him, but not in desperate way. Mm-hmm. Of course, we didn't plan it. We didn't want it, but the experience was great mm-hmm. to to see God really my husband more than my uh, earthly husband. What about the second part of the verse that talks about the father to the fatherless? How how have you seen that? And I know, Gracia, we've talked about that before. How have you seen that lived out where where God filled in as the father to the fatherless? Mm. There have been times that I didn't even know what to say to the children. They would have a question or something, and I would think, if Martin were here, he would know just what to say to these kids. And my answer would always be, God's given us everything for a life of godliness. We're not missing anything. Um, It may look different from the other family down the street. So on the practical things, you know, I didn't think I had the, oh, I don't know, stamina or patience to teach the children how to drive. So I just hired somebody to do it. You know, that's a smart (laughs) thing, right? Martin wasn't here. So you just get an expert to help the kids. And they built relationships with the, the guys that helped them learn to drive. And I just learned that we don't have to do everything, but as for a life of godliness, we've been given everything we need. We don't lack anything. Exactly. And for for me to be a God widow, it was easy, but for the children to accept uh, God, their um, father, it was hard and dramatic uh, because one time we were going to the um, father and daughter dance at the school. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really, um, it was a hard time for me and for my daughter. She pushed me so hard. I want to go, Mom. I can handle that. And I told her, with who are you going to dance? She said, I can dance with my friend's uh, father. She dressed up and get ready. And I took her because I couldn't make her to not go. And from the door, when she saw all the father and the daughter dressing as like princess and king uh, beside them and walking through the school. She couldn't handle it and she broke down and she started to cry and I was crying for her, not for myself because as I told you, as husband, I was uh, satisfied with God but for the children, it was really hard and my daughter, she questioned it too much. She said, why God not protect him? Uh, he promised me to be uh, in my wedding, to walk me to my husband. Yeah. And just um, I told her to be like, to see God, her father. But I cannot make it. Only Holy Spirit can make it. And God's still working on it. I can't see. Yeah. Even uh, the strength in me and uh, the satisfaction in me for not searching for any other 
think, not hungry for anything except God, but still it's not enough if she not want to see it, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think God's given us a real special something with my children. Um, I even think about them like on Father's Day, you know, mm. they're, they yeah. they don't have a father. And I just always remind them, oh, yes, you do have a father. Mm-hmm. You have a father in heaven. Mm-hmm. But you also have a heavenly father mm-hmm. who's taken the place of your earthly father. And yeah. so they're not really fatherless at all. Also, I think like other things, it's normal, too, in him. Like he didn't promise we will not suffer or miss our uh, husband or are they're dead. You know, it is normal. It is pain, the pain real in this story. But still, uh, the important thing is still to be uh, with him mm. and still to be happy what we have and to be peaceful with what we don't have, you know. Mm. I tell my children to be real, but not focus on what they not have, but focus on what they have. For example, when I, when I tell my daughter, like, you ha- like uh, God, your father, and you have uh, in heaven, your father, uh, Nejati, but she challenged me with other answer, which is she is right. She said, uh, I want an earth father, which I can touch, right. and I can mm. hug, I can dance. Yeah. She is right. She is right. Yeah, but I tell her, we don't have it. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, think Jesus enough in this point. Amen. No other way. And the Holy yeah. Spirit does a lot of things in our lives. And Jesus said, I'll send the Comforter, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, and yeah. he'll teach and he'll guide and he'll He'll let you know for sure that you're God's child and mm-hmm. he'll comfort you. And so thankful for that when we don't have answers, right? Yeah. <laughs> really, we don't have answer for yeah. everything. Yeah. And we cannot replace our missing part, mm, but no. we can... We can accept it, and we can uh, be uh, thinking Jesus enough in all missing part. Amen. Uh, one of the questions I had, you, you mentioned the father-daughter dance, obviously a time where your daughter is really missing her father. Uh, are there days when you, I'm thinking maybe anniversaries, maybe birthdays, are there days that are particularly hard for you as you go through the year and as you continue to kind of live out the loss that you've experienced? Um, I, I'm not going to use the word hard mm-hmm. because I've sort of trained myself. Um, when I miss Martin, I acknowledge it. Um, oh, today I really miss him. And then I get right off of that. I don't dwell on that because I don't want to be pulled into depression or feeling sorry for myself or wishing things were different, if Mm -hmm. only, what if. I don't think that's healthy for me. So I'll acknowledge, oh, I'm kind of sad today I miss Martin. And then I'll get right off of that and I'll think, well, what do you want to do about that? Do you want to go clean off his tombstone today, you know, and then it becomes a, a happy thing, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. I get out the, the granite polish and a couple gallons of water and the scrub brush and just go out and make it really shine. And, and I just make it into a happy thing that I'm 
I'm going to take care of his tombstone today. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm going to honor him. Or I just don't let myself sit around feeling sorry for myself because for me, it's it. That's not a good idea. Yeah, it's a, a pathway in the wrong direction. Yeah. 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 What about you, Shamsa? Is it for me? It's um, emotional to uh, come to that day, his birthday or our wedding anniversary. But uh, for I accept to give him back to Jesus, this expectation, it's really making me even not missing him very much. I think he is sad to hear that. <laughs> I miss him as like my, um, my best friend, you know, my mm -hmm. partner uh, of the life. But as husband, I don't feel like pity on me. I don't have pity party. Mm. I can say the sure things I uh, know for I give him completely to Jesus and I accept mm. that. Uh, it's not draw me like uh, too much sad right. or or why me or I wish he is here. We can go to the dinner and dance because our wedding time, you know, like uh, our anniversary. I never thought that way, you know, because I accept a gift I give to Jesus completely 100%. So you feel like to to really get bogged down in that sadness in some ways would be taking that gift back from Jesus, like saying, oh, Jesus, I, I wish you wouldn't have accepted my gift. Yeah, I, I never felt that way. Wow. Yeah, I felt I'm so much okay with what happened. and I, I never felt it's bad things happen. And that's the Lord. The Lord did that in yeah. your heart. Because exactly. that's not a natural thing, is it? Yeah, for it's us not to normal lose things, actually. <laughs> half of us, you know, to yeah, we've become one, and we've lost half of us, and the fact that we're okay with that and we've given it to God, the Lord did that. Oh, he, of course, yeah. like it's not me. This is God. He complete me with His presence, and He make me accept it and see it like a good author. I I look at my story, except my children. I think a great movie to watch, you know, and when you like that movie, you don't complain about it. You know, right. you don't feel something missing. I wish uh, here different or this different there, you know. Except I don't like sad movies, so I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch your movie. <laughs> yeah, of your life. I like no. my life mm -hmm. and my movie, my life, of course. <laughs> and what's happening with uh, sadness or joy? I'm okay with it, mm -hmm. and I don't see sadness. I see good story, good good book, mm -hmm. good author. Yeah. Perfect author. God, he is God doing is writing a great oh, story. That yeah. Great. That's why. But for my children, different because this is my cross mm -hmm. and I love my story, but they uh, have to handle it with me without question. You know, like yeah. th uh, this is my choice, but not their choice. You know, mm -hmm. it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard story for them. Yeah. But I'm peaceful with. Uh, with everything uh, happened in my life, even Nijati, well, he is not there for me. But I know God, he silent my heart and America, it's so much acceptable. There is nothing missing. I don't feel missing even he is not there, you know. That's an amazing testimony to uh, the husband of the widow is providing for all of those needs. You know, it's interesting you talk about a movie 
in conjunction with a movie about Sabina Wormbrand. And uh, I know our staff and you, we had the chance to watch the movie this week. In what ways has Sabina's story or Sabina's movie Im- impacted or inspired or encouraged you? How how do you respond to her life and to her story? I liked her joy, not laughing or not uh, how she reacting, but she looks also she is okay with everything she go through. Mm-hmm. She's at peace. Yeah, she had peace with her story, and uh, I love that. And and they make it really real, you know, not like hero, not like uh, she have no weakness or. Uh, as uh, I heard uh, from the question, maybe they said we don't born saint, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. we we born sinner, of course, but not saint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so real, and I like the peace with her story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is so sh- bright in her life and her story, and in her face even. Mm-hmm. They give that to her face. Yeah. Yeah. I loved sitting there in the theater beside Shimsa because, you know, she's, you. <laughs> she's experienced loss and she's my sister in suffering, if you want to put are. it that way. And just uh, the movie was excellent. At the end, I just I wanted to sit there a while. I wanted to mm-hmm. sit and think. And, and it was just so, so good. But I've always been an admirer of Sabina. And uh, can't wait to meet her one day and and tell her thank you for being an example to mm-hmm. to all of us of how God can use just a normal, ordinary person. And that's what I had to keep telling myself during the movie. Mm-hmm. She was just like us, but let the Lord use her in a special way. And oh, what courage she had. For those of you who are listening to this and you're interested, the the movie is going to be in theaters in November. You can find out more information. You can watch trailers of the movie at sabinamovie.com. Sabina is S-A-B-I-N-A. So sabinamovie.com. Watch the trailer. Order your tickets in advance for the nights in the theater in November Sabina had an amazing ability to love her enemies, and and the movie portrays that very well with with her reaching out to Nazi soldiers. And, you know, we know Sabina was born into a Jewish family. Her family was killed by the Nazis, uh, and yet she could forgive, and yet she could show love. You both have experienced that as well. You, you've, you've shown the ability, and I think God has given you the ability to— even forgive the people who killed your husbands, even to show love for the people who killed your husbands. Talk a little bit about how God does that, because for those of us who haven't been there, haven't experienced that from the outside, it just looks like it's, it is mind-blowing to think about, you know, why would you want to bless the people who killed your husband? Share share your thought process or share how how the Lord just helped you to do that. Yeah, for myself, I can say that I didn't work on it. Uh, when I heard my husband killed for uh, sake of Jesus, uh, I didn't know that forgiveness already there. But just 
it was there and God clicked on it, you know, <laughs> and on time because we said boom. Yeah, before that, because we don't need it. When you right. don't need it, it's not have meaning to have it even. What are you going to do with it? Even in the moment you heard the news, you never had a hatred sense of anger or, or hatred or rage. Or, no, no. If I say a, yes, it will be. That's a miracle. Yeah, it will be unfair for God, but it was not nothing. No hatred. I didn't test the hatred. Even I searched for it just to feel normal. And and I tried to be angry to them, but I couldn't. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it was there. And it was God, really, not yeah. us. We are not hero. I'm not hero, really. I can say that 100% I am not. And uh, I know uh, even after my husband death, uh, I get some issues with some people. And I know how hard to forgive them. When God not doing anything, but you have to practice your faith to, to forgive them. It is mm-hmm. really hard. And even one time I told Christ, if I cannot forgive uh, my my sister or my brother in Christ, how I forgive my, my husband murder? I asked him really because I start to feel guilty and bad because I'm struggling to forgive some people that they, they didn't kill me. <laughs> and God said, yeah, this is true and real. When you struggle, this is you. But when you're not, this is me. And we wow. did, yeah, we didn't struggle to uh, forgive the murderer. Even I saw them face to face. Even they were laughing. Even even they are looks like um, wolf in the sheep clothes. But I never experienced hatred toward them because Holy Spirit did this. And it was already like gift, you know, for the gift, you don't have to do anything. Just you use it Mm. automatically. Thank Mm. the Lord. Yes. Amen. Otherwise, we will we will struggle a lot. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I love that, um, Shem. So the more you practice something, the easier it becomes. And maybe we can forgive our husband's murderers. But if our son doesn't take the trash out on Monday morning, mm. you know, you you all all day long, you think, boy, he's going to hear about the, that this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. So, um, you know, the more you practice something, the easier it becomes. Yeah. yeah. But I want to underline this. I couldn't I didn't practice anything about forgiveness for the murderer. If God allow me to do that, I, I will be not success. I can say that. Yeah, it was yeah. just the Lord empowered just you the Lord, a gift yes. instantly to do it. Yes, yeah. I thought like this is not normal because this is heavenly. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Both of them put supernatural forgiveness on display when their husbands were killed while boldly serving Christ. We've been talking about what it's like to carry on without their husbands, what their lives and their ministries look like today. But both of these guests have been on VOM Radio in the past telling their stories. These stories show the supernatural power of the Lord, and they will inspire you to boldly share your faith with the people around you. Christians in hostile nations may live far from us. As believers, we know that we are one with them and part of the body of Christ. As such, we can't ignore their suffering. If the Holy Spirit is impressing you to know more and support the work of Voice of the Martyrs, please visit our website at vom.com.au. All donations of $2 and more are tax deductible in Australia. 
This has been a production of Vom Oz Radio, voice for the persecuted.